0: Welcome to this episode of The Veterinary Counselor with your host, Dr. Sabine Ware. This podcast is designed to help pet owners get the most out of their visits to the vet, including how to build a strong client-veterinarian relationship, save money, and sort through the overwhelming amount of information out there. Going to the vet can be stressful, but it doesn't have to be. We're here to help. Remember to follow us on Instagram at The Veterinary Counselor And send us a DM if you have a topic you'd like us to cover. Now let's get down to it. All right, welcome to the very first episode of the Veterinary Counselor. It's kind of exciting to be sitting here finally doing this after like trying for months and months and months to work up the courage to do this. So this first one is going to be less of like a full episode and it's more just a little bit of an introduction you know, about me and what this podcast is going to be about, as I'm sure there's more than a few of you sitting there wondering, like, what on earth a podcast name this is about? And, you know, amongst the months and months of trying to gather the courage to do this, I've been trying for weeks to kind of summarize what this podcast is about. You know, put it into simple terms. And the best that I can come up with is that it's all about the relationship you have with your vet and all the situations that might arise with your pet and their vet and those kinds of things there. Now, I'm going to be talking from the point of view of a vet, because obviously that's my industry and that's the point of view I'm coming from. But this can be applicable from the point of view of a farrier, a body worker, anyone who works With animals as well. So what we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about how to build a strong, authentic relationship with your vet. And I'm really going to emphasize authentic here. And I'm also going to emphasize honest. I want to talk about why you need that relationship, why it's so important, why it's so important to work on it. And also all the things that you should do and all the things that you can do to keep it. And in addition to that, you know, we're going to talk about things like, you know, medical conditions that come up, how to be better prepared, what to expect when it comes to vet clinics, medical care for pets, all those things. So these days, you know, people's pets, they're more like members of the family. You know, not many people these days have a dog that sits out in the rain and gets forgotten about. You know, they're a really important member of the family. They're in your Santa photos and they're in your family portraits and everything like that. And their medical care has, you know, become a lot more important than what it used to be, and has a lot become a lot more involved as well. But unfortunately, there seems to be a lot of tension between vets and pet owners, and that tension is going both ways. And over the last little while, there's been a lot of media attention directed towards, you know, vets and their struggles and things like that. So, if you didn't know, vets have one of the highest suicide rates of any profession. It's a very mentally draining profession. It's a very stressful profession. And a lot of the factors that kind of go into that aren't really relevant to you as a pet owner, but I guess it's important for you to know that those stresses are there and the veterinary industry is undergoing a lot of change. And in all of this attention, all this effort being put forward, all these people are doing a fantastic job, but there's nowhere... I feel for clients to go and to learn and be counseled, you know, in their pet's medical care in a non-pressurized situation. So not when those decisions are, you know, smack bang in front of you. And that's where I come in, hopefully. I want to delve deep into the world of your pet's medical care and deep into the veterinary world. And I want to teach you as pet owners why things are as they are and how you as an owner, how you play a really important role, and what your jobs are and things like that. So in addition, as I said, to talking about the obvious things like specific medical problems, you know, itchy ears, lame dogs, laminitis, all those kinds of things, I also want to talk about how to get the most out of your consults and your time with your vet, and how to even make your money and your dollars, how to make it go further and spend it wisely when it comes to your pet. We're also going to talk about this concept and this fact actually that not all vets are created equal and why in quotations shopping around it can be both a good thing and a bad thing. So we're also going to talk about that. So I'm talking from the point of view as a vet, that's what I am and that's the industry I'm involved in, but I'm going to be talking on behalf of pet owners. So I'm here to support you guys. I'm here to educate you guys. It's just going to be coming from the point of view of a vet. So whilst Google and Facebook, they provide you know endless amounts of information, I think the vast majority of people don't actually know what goes on behind the closed doors of a vet clinic. And for the vast majority of people don't even really know what to expect when you walk into a vet clinic or you walk into a consult or when, you know, you're faced with certain situations. So I'm hoping to be able to shed some light on those things. But before we can kind of go into those podcasts and everything like that, you need to know a little bit about me and a little bit about why this podcast has come about. So as the introduction said, my name is Sabine Ware, and I've been a graduated vet for roughly about 10 years. So I graduated from the University of Melbourne in Victoria. But I've been in the industry my entire life so I grew up in a vet clinic like quite literally in a vet clinic so we had a house and it had a wall down the middle and on one side of the wall was the vet clinic and on the other side of the wall is where we lived so literally grew up in a vet clinic a haunted vet clinic as a matter of fact just for a little fun fact there. My parents owned the vet clinic and my parents still own a vet clinic to this day and my dad is still a practicing vet. So it's definitely an industry I've been involved in for my entire life. And I will admit whilst I have every reason to love this industry, there's a lot of reasons as well that I have to dislike the industry which you know might come to light on future podcasts as well. But this job and this industry is so much a part of me that I can't possibly think about doing anything else and I don't think I ever could do anything else. So I spent a lot of years, you know, in different jobs lost. I didn't really know where I fit in in the industry. I didn't really know what I was good at. It took me a long time to discover that. And personally also spent, you know, a good few years lost as well discovering myself, who I am. Went through some things as I'm sure many of you have, but As they say, it's the journey that makes the man and it's the journey that's brought me here. Now, I spent a majority of my career in what's called mixed practice. So you, when you work in mixed practice as a vet, you treat whatever comes through the door or whatever you get asked to drive out to. So that could be dogs, cats, horses, sheep, cows, alpacas, snakes, rabbits, whatever. From that point there, I moved more into just large animals, so horses and cattle and sheep and that kind of thing. And then I moved over to Strictly Horses about four to five, well, sorry, five to six years ago. And I moved to England during that time as well and worked over there for a little bit. Since I moved back home to Australia, I've kept up doing mainly equine work or horse work, but I'm also still involved in the small animal industry. And the small animal industry is dogs and cats and kind of your standard practice there. So, In addition to all of that, I've always loved kind of helping people and I've often found myself helping people through a myriad of personal and professional problems. And this podcast basically came about because I was receiving lots of phone calls from friends and friends of friends about their pets' medical care. And the common thing that I found was that they weren't really interested in the details of the medical care they were receiving, such as the drugs and the doses and all that kind of thing. What they were looking for is they were looking for more kind of like educated moral support. So, you know, they were saying things to me and asking things like, is my vet doing the right thing? Like how do I know if I can trust this person? I've literally just met them today, you know, coming out of a consult saying, I just don't understand what all of this means. There was a lot of medical terms and the consult was very quick and I just don't understand You know, things like, what if I can't afford what the vet's recommending? Like, what are my other options? Are there other options? And, you know, is this the best next step for my pet and my family, given my situation? And after all of these conversations with people, I stopped and thought, like, maybe this information could help more than just the person I was talking to on the end of the phone. Because I think as vets, we take for granted and we've forgotten sometimes too, that what it's like to be a pet owner walking into a clinic and experiencing that situation. So I wanted to create a service and an information service for clients that helps you understand what's going on, what's going on behind those closed doors, what's going on in your vet's head. And I want to provide you with enough information to have a really honest discussion with your vet and make some really informed decisions. Now, You can ask any vet. You know, we got into vet because we love animals, and we really don't like dealing with people. Like that's majority of people's reason for getting into vet. Fine. Anyway, you go to uni, you go to prac, you graduate, you get your first job. Shock horror, ninety nine point nine percent of the job is dealing with people. The medical portion of the job is a lot simpler sometimes than what you think. It's. The dealing with people and having those relationships with clients, that's the really hard part. So that kind of bit a lot of people in the butt as well. Now, you know, in addition to that, every animal healthcare provider, they got into their job for the same reason. They love animals, farriers, body workers, all those people. They love animals and they want to help them. But we, you know, as these animal healthcare providers, we can't help the animal if our relationship with their owner is strained. So you as the owner if you don't consent to what's happening if you don't understand what's happening we can't help that's where it stops. So if your relationship with your animal's healthcare provider is strained, if it's broken, you know, if it's not functioning properly, at the end of the day, it's not the vet or the animal, you know, healthcare provider that suffers as much as you think it is, it's not you as the pet owner that suffers either. At the end of the day, the one that suffers from these broken relationships is the animal. So I'm hoping that you can now start to see why an authentic, honest relationship with your vet is so important. You know, we're here all for the same reason, to help the animal. That's the end goal. Now, this relationship between a client and a vet, it's a really delicate one. this relationship is built on mutual respect it's built on trust it's built on informed decisions. you know as a vet and through all of my discussions with clients and consults and things like that, I learned some really personal information about people. I mean I learn about their divorces, their domestic violence, their financial situations, their mental health, their stresses, all kinds of things because I have to kind of factor all of that in when I'm tailoring a plan for their animals. So we learn a lot about each other. And I also just want to say, like, nowhere in this am I going to be advocating that you should become mates or friends with your vet. Um, That will really complicate things even more. So this is not about how to build a friendship with your vet or anything like that. This is how to build a professional relationship with your vet and how to keep it going and keep it honest. So... What we want from our clients essentially, we want honest conversations and we want understanding from our clients. And I think in turn, clients or you guys just want to understand what's going on and why. And what I want you to realize at the end of this is that you actually hold a lot of power and you hold the cards at the end of the day. But, you know, with all this power comes really great responsibility. So, if you're put in a situation where, you know, your pet needs your help and some decisions need to be made, you can't just throw your hands up in the air and say this is too hard, this is too expensive and walk away because that animal is dependent on you. And we go back to what I was saying before. The end goal is to help the animal. So, over the course of this podcast, I want to touch on the ways that you as an owner can be better prepared, better informed and better equipped to deal with these situations when they arise. So they're not such a shock and everything like that. So that kind of brings us to the end of the introduction. I hope it kind of gives you a little bit of an idea about what we're going to touch on and what I'd like to touch on and those kinds of things. The next podcast is going to be about a consultation with your vets. So how to get the most out of that consult, what you should do to prepare for it, what is a consult, those kinds of things there. So we're going to start from the start. You've got your pet, there's something going on, you ring the clinic, you have a consult, that's where we start. So you might learn some interesting tips and tricks. It might be kind of a lot of common sense, but that's where we're going to start in the next episode. So thank you very much for joining me. I hope it's got you intrigued and hopefully I will see you guys and hear from you guys over the next few podcasts. So thank you very much.